Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Any Percent Movies podcast, or just Any Percent Movies. We're really, really uh, not clear on whether or not we put the or podcast <laughs> into the names of these things. Um, my name is Evan Sampson, uh, and I am joined by my two wonderful co-hosts. Why don't you guys say hello? How's it going? Hey, I'm Cody. I'm Casper. <laughs> see it. <laughs> You know, as a better as a better like host, I should have I should have introduced both of you and just. There's that. still time. It works. Yeah, we could scrap this one and start over, but we're not gonna. We could. Um, <laughs> so yeah, what's up, guys? This is our movie podcast where we talk about movies. So, what have you guys been watching for movies or shows? Actually, we we can include shows yeah. too. Yeah, um, I'll start. So I watched a lot of stuff over. I was at my parents' house and we just watched like a ton. That's all they do. They just watch TV and movies. So um, I saw American Pie Reunion. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you nice. know, if you're familiar with the American Pie franchise. What, is that, a is that the most recent one? Um, it's not the most recent one, but it's the uh-huh. most recent one with the original cast. Okay. Mm. Can you believe they made an entire movie franchise just about having sex with baked goods? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, The latest one was called American Pie Girls Rules, and it was a flip the whole the whole Mm -hmm. thing on its head because it was girls. It was girls that are horny. Yeah, yeah, and that was 2020 released. Uh, I saw that as well. That was like a couple months ago, but yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, so I saw a Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. My family likes to do rewatches of the Lord of the Rings movies during the holidays. Um, so on Christmas we watched Return of the King. Nice. Have you guys never seen, seen it? D- All right, we'll, <laughs> we'll watch. That'll be in a later. I've episode. only seen the first one, and uh, all the other ones just seemed like too. And I've, I guess I've seen I've seen um, the second one. What's the second one? Uh. Wait, the second Lord of the Rings movie? Yeah, or both. So it's yeah, yeah, Fellowship of the Ring, and then uh, Two Towers, and right, then Return Two of the Towers. King. Yeah, I almost said <laughs> Lord of the Rings and the Twin Towers. I literally that's why I had to ask. I wanted to make sure I didn't accidentally say that if that wasn't what it was. But even if that's what it was at one time, I'm sure they would have changed yeah. the name <laughs> since. In the um, so I have seen that, but yeah, no, I've never seen. Return of the King in its entirety. I've definitely caught it and watched like yeah. parts of it with people, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Like, no, I like fantasy timey. stuff. Oh, okay, know. yeah. It's just long, um, you know. Like that's. I guess my thing is not like three and yeah. a half hour films or whatever. Yeah, that's Especially true. If it's the director's cut. We watched the. And it's just like six hours. Yeah, or we watched the extended edition Blu-ray. Why would you ask for more? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. Um. I also saw Christmas with the Cranks, which is just a holiday classic. Tim Allen? <laughs> Tim Allen. Uh, oh, wait. What's the woman's name? In Freaky uh, Friday. Uh, what's Christmas with the Cranks? It's not Jane Lynch. It's, uh, <laughs> no, it's not Jane Lynch. That would... Uh, it's the woman from the Yoplait commercials. Yeah. Not Yoplait. It's the activity. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, yes. Mm. Um, that's a Christmas classic, you know. Gotta watch it? it every year. It's my sister's favorite Christmas movie, so we always watch it. Um, and then I saw Wonder Woman eighty four, which Wait, is that the new one? Yeah, that's the new one. That's on HBO Max. I didn't even know it was out yet. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, released on Christmas Day. Wow. Um, it's getting a lot of heat on Twitter. Mm. I enjoyed it. I won't say more than that. I, it was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw 1917. Wow, you uh, did nothing but watch movies for like a whole week. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, 1917, you know, like the, the one-shot war flick. Um, right. It was supposed to win all the awards last year, but Parasite just sweeped. Right. So saw that in 4K. looked pretty cool. Nice. And then I watched Soul, so the new Pixar movie on uh oh yeah i want to check Disney that out plus mm-hmm. yeah yeah we should we could watch soul we could do an episode on soul for sure it's got a lot to say um beautiful pixar movie you know i didn't cry though i was gonna ask so. i was actually i was about to ask did you cry because i cried I during think, inside out for like two seconds dude i i cried during uh out or onward and then i cried a little bit during coco oh mm, jesus christ um <laughs> So yeah, Any so that was movies, my. Cody? That was actually it. Yeah. It wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Podcast over. So. I was expecting like. Wrap it up. Play the music. Cue the tunes. <laughs> we actually don't have an outro song. I was so. expecting you to say like two movies, not like ten. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I watched a couple. <laughs> um, so let's see. Casper is indisposed for a moment, so I'll go. His mom's young. Uh, with what I've what I've been watching, um. I uh, have been watching nothing on no, no movies other than the one for this show recently, um, but I watched Attack on the couple new episodes of Attack on Titan. Mm. That's pretty good. That's all by a new studio. Um, it's being done by Mappa instead of Madhouse, so everything is just like animated differently so far. Oh really? Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty solid anime. Um, Maybe I'll just like tell you guys about the anime I watch every episode of this, like totally unrelated to. <laughs> I got <film>. a lot too. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Casper watched a lot of anime too. So, um, but yeah, I watched uh, a little bit of Alice in Borderland, which is a Japanese show. It's like a it's like a live action. It's like they skipped the the anime to live action adaptation. It's just a, a manga that was turned into a live action show, mm. um, and it's corny as hell super i don't know i stopped watching it was super duper funny (laughs) there's so much stuff that would look that looks like so cool if it's drawn Mm. and then when you see a person doing it it's like why are you doing that man why are you standing like that like it's not a comfortable way to stand (laughs) um but yeah that's pretty much it i haven't i've mostly been playing video games yeah these days i haven't been watching a lot of stuff so uh great british baking show i watched a lot of recently i have a stand mixer now um, so you gotta, so, you gotta practice you gotta warm yeah, up yeah i gotta figure out the recipes from the show <laughs> um nice. but yeah casper what about you um i want to watch anime too i i've been watching that uh i forgot what it's called it's like ju i can't remember what it's called now jujitsu or something like that uh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like jujitsu yeah or some jujitsu yeah some kind of japanese jujitsu kaizen yeah that one i've been watching that one a kaizen. lot <laughs> I like it. It's pretty good. Um, I also watched, what was it called? The Foreigner? It's like a Jackie Chan movie. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that one. Okay. Cool. No. I uh, didn't realize until like halfway through the movie. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I've seen this already. (laughs) (laughs) You were going to say, wait a minute. That's fucking Jackie Chan. (laughs) (laughs) Like it takes you till almost the end. 
Wait, how'd you already see? I thought that just came Before? out. No, it came or out like years ago. Out? No, it came out three years ago. <laughs> oh, God. All the Jackie Chan movies kind of bleed Yeah, I think that's why I forgot. I'm like, wait, did I see this already? It's also got Pierce Brosnan in it. Yeah, he's like, wow. He's not actually the main bad guy. All-star cast? Yeah. They're not washed up. That's an all-star cast right there. <laughs> wow, Jackie Chan's almost 70. Hard to believe he used to fight demons with his... Uh, grandfather and niece. Oh, yeah. oh in the in show. The in the show, yeah. The yeah. autobiographical television show? program about his life. Was that life. on Nick? Or was that yeah, on Cartoon Network? Anyway, let's get Love into the Jack movie. Too. So we'll watch. Uh, we'll watch Rush Hour at some point. Yeah. So for our first <laughs> inaugural episode, uh, we chose to watch Nightcrawler. I think that was a a, a Cody choice, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. picked by me because you know so i had seen it like a long time like a long time ago yeah um and i just wanted to see if it was as good as i remember if it's still um but yeah yeah so it came out in 2014 mm. um we were all still in high school when it came out um i was finishing but you guys still had a little bit to go right <laughs> little, little babies <laughs> little baby boy. um so yeah it's a it's a it's a thriller. That's probably the best way to put it. Mm. Um, I have the Wikipedia article up, and I'm trying to paraphrase it without directly quoting it, which nah, is always the biggest it, challenge. Just quote it. Um, but it's the uh, first movie by Dan Gilroy. I actually have this written down. So he's he wrote Real Steel, um, and, <laughs> which I think is hilarious because I, I think I never saw that movie, but I thought it looked so terrible. I saw it. it and then um, he wrote <laughs> Skull Island. Um, which I that, also didn't that movie see. That sick. Yeah. He, he okay. wrote that after this. but Right. And then most recently, he, uh, he wrote and directed Velvet Buzzsaw. Which, with um, Jake Gyllenhaal as well. With Jake Gyllenhaal, which I have been meaning to watch. I actually did not know that. It's on my list, like mm, on Netflix. That's been on my list for I didn't, a while, too. Yeah, I didn't know it was, uh, it was the same guy. But it's got a very similar kind of vibe based on my yeah. kind of feel from the trailer. So, um. Yeah. yeah, and then the only other person that I bothered to write down was uh, the photographer, uh, the director of photography. His name Rene is... Russo. Oh wait, uh, no, that's. Oh, <laughs> that you're talking is... about Bill Paxton? No, no, no. The director of photography of the, of the film, movie. not not, not, not a the... character that directs <laughs> photography. Yeah, gotcha. um, and that, that was Robert Elswit, and he also did the cinematography um, for There Will Be Blood. Um, oh. So that's another movie with some cool shots. So yeah, I thought this sure. movie had some cool shots. Mm. Um, but yeah. We'll get into it. So, um, um, yeah. All right. So do you guys want to open with just general thoughts? Like, would you like it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Um, so I was talking about this yeah. with Casper a little bit. Uh, I think that movies like this usually, so it's, it's obviously an anti-hero, right? Like you're, this guy's a piece of shit. You know he's a piece of shit, and it's just yeah. him doing shitty things, right? But typically, movies like this will like end. He he gets what's coming to him, or um, like I'm thinking of like yeah. like for example like Goodfellas or like Wolf of Wall Street, whatever. Like those types of movies, usually the guy like oh he gets caught, he goes to jail, he gets killed, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Right. Um, I didn't remember this uh, from the first time I saw it, but. Yo, he just gets away with it. Yeah. He just gets away with it. Watching, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's kind of shit. Watching this movie was yeah. frustrating. Just like seeing the yeah. whole thing go down. Everyone, almost everyone in the movie just sucked. Like just the way they acted. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. And, and no one was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're all, 
Well, I would say so. Um, the other character, Rick. Yeah. Um, was that wait? I, so at the beginning, so we they, didn't. Should we have done a plot summary really quick of what the movie's actually about? We just said who directed it and stuff. Yeah. I just realized. Yeah. Listeners might need a quick refresher can, on who these characters yeah. are and what it is. So. Very um, true. It's about a guy who wants to make money. He's a, like a petty criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, just in he's a trying hustler. To make money. Yeah. Just a hustler. Different. Um, and he starts uh, recording uh, yep. crimes for the local news and selling them the footage. And it's his journey uh, up that kind of, I guess you could call it like a, a rags to riches story yeah. about his right. business. Um, but he yep. is, uh, yeah, he's a fucking nightmare of a human being. So, yeah. And he, um, so I guess the, the profession is he's a stringer. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, you know, films, uh, you know, horrific accidents or uh, crime scenes, that sort of thing. And then he sells that footage to the local news stations. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I guess like as the movie progresses, he gets like, it gets more and more crazy. Like he's, you know, right. he's uh, j- just just to get, a, you know, get, just to get the money. You know what I mean? Right. Um, he gets more and more dangerous. And that's, I guess, where the thriller aspect comes in. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so like we were, so we were saying, like the movie starts out, he literally just like beats the shit out of someone and steals mugs the guy, just yeah. straight up mugs yeah. him. Yeah. And that, and that's because uh, the guy caught him <laughs> ripping out a fence. Yeah. It's like it, I don't. I, it wasn't a cop for sure because no, it a, um, it was like no, a security yeah, it was guard. A rent a cop. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's like, he's like. um Yo, what are you what are you doing here? Get out of here! Because Jake Gyllenhaal's character is, um, you know, you find out later, a little bit later, but he's stealing chain link fence and selling it. I mean, yeah, um, they, it tells you explicitly, but I think you can. It, they do a good job yeah. making it pretty clear because his fucking truck is filled with it, yeah. with just metal, like his it's car, filled with yeah. like all sorts of shit. Yeah. And then, um, he takes one look at the the cop's watch, and then it cuts to the next scene, and he's wearing the watch. So it's like, yeah, oh okay, he probably just beat the shit out of him. There's like a brief watch. altercation they show, and yeah, oh hard right, cut. he just like jumps, he in like and grabs just, him, and then that's yeah. it, which I liked. And then yeah. uh, speaking of that first scene, I think it sets like a cool motif um, for at least for the cinematography, which is like there's just all it's. it's it's Jake Gyllenhaal's face, like all bug-eyed, just like staring, <laughs> yeah. with just like lights moving, like so much more mm. than his face, and it's like this like juxtaposition between like the bright lights and his like stone cold dead face that yeah. I think is really cool, and it happens all the time in the movie. Like every yeah. time he rolls up on a scene, the police they they sh- ex- uh, explicitly show his face with like the lights flashing on it, right? Um, and it's really yeah. cool and it's because a lot of there's a, a lot of that in the movie and it like yeah. implies to you what's going like i like that they don't even show the cop pull up at first you see the lights mm. and you hear his voice and you right. know that it, and you hear the sound of the car but they don't actually cut to that which yeah that's some good filmmaking i don't know I like um it. so it is it's obvious from the start of the movie that this guy is this guy's nuts. Yeah. So he's a sociopath, right? Am I? Am I? Is that the correct? Yeah. I mean, that... I think they kind of try to string you along and think that he maybe is a down on his luck guy that also has some kind of you know, yeah, social issue. You know, mm-hmm. like he's right. you know got some problems that don't. But then it like near the end of the movie, he says some shit where you're like, oh yeah, no, you're just full on like a dangerous person, like right. Yeah. 
Um, Not just a weirdo who's down on his luck. Yeah. So to, to kind of like, you know, carry on from your point about like him approaching the crime scenes and stuff, like when he, when it gets to him, like actually filming, like there's that scene, you know, near the middle of the movie where he gets to the, the crime scene before the cops do. Right. And he's like going through the house and he's just filming these dead bodies and he's just like, Audio yeah. listeners can't see it, but I'm, I have a very <laughs> blank expression as he's yeah. filming these. Yeah. And it's like, dude, this is like some horrific this stuff. And he's up. just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think there's like overall like a kind of like a masturbatory vibe to like violence mm. in this movie. Like they, they like hover on those things, especially that yeah. scene for a long time. And like the, like there's like, I don't know. It's like they definitely add sexual undertones to the whole thing because like, uh, Renee Russo's character, what's her yeah. name, Rita or something? I'm forgetting. Nina. Yeah, Rita. But oh, is it Rita? I thought it was Nina. Something like that. Rita. Wait, who, wait, who are you talking about? The the uh, lady. Nina. Yeah, Nina. Nina, not Rita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they went. To, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they went so, to a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to a Mexican restaurant, and then he tries to like, uh, coerce like, her. D- yeah, strong yeah. armor into just fucked. Yeah. But then like. Later on, like in, near the end of the movie, he's shown her footage, and they like literally use the like two the faces dead. right next to each other, like about yeah. to kiss, cut mm. or right. shot. And I don't know. I just think they like try to, and like she like seems like she's really really into this footage, you know? Yeah, I think I don't know if she's in it into it as far as like like oh this this is nice. No, this is I don't. Sick. I don't. Th- I think it, it's, it's just too, it's, it's too, trying to yeah. Yeah, so she sees it as a oh, this is a way I can get eyeballs on my program. Yeah. This is a way right. I can like move up the ladder. I can maybe move to a new radio or a new news station. Right. Like she so, sees yeah. it as like an opportunity. Or it's even like, just to keep her if job. Get me the most gruesome stuff. Yeah. Then yeah. that's yeah. like you know job security and all that. No, stuff. No, definitely. So, I just think yeah. the use of like the way they shoot it and stuff and kind yeah. of the way she acts is no, meant to right. exaggerate that to like the sexual mm. level. I don't think necessarily the character as written like oh i see is, yeah, a, yeah. is a sexual deviant that enjoys violence i just think right they like she seems to enjoy it so much to like to like exaggerate it's like it's hyperbole mm. it's like going a step beyond how much a person should enjoy it um and i think they do it in different ways like i think she gets like really excited and like stuff like like a normal level excitement but then i don't know the, I, the kissing yeah. scene is the one that comes to mind where they don't kiss but it's got that energy. Yeah. Um, so, Casper, what do you think of, like, I guess, so we've talked about, like, just the beginning of the movie, like, that first act of violence. Like, what did that... Uh, um, that was, like, the second act. Well, not second act of the movie. Second act of the movie, not the first act. Second, right. Yeah. Right. Anyway, wait, it's near the end. It's in the middle of the movie. <laughs> oh, wait. Are you so talking about I the was, beginning? I was just referring to, like, just in general, like, from the beginning of the movie where you see, like, oh, it's this mm. is the main yeah. character mm-hmm. um so casper what do you think about um i don't know it's in the very beginning when you see the uh, main character uh mug that guy for his watch or whatever he, uh, <laughs> yeah you know immediately it's like oh, okay this guy's a bad guy but when you went to the junkyard scene and it seemed like he was trying to get a job mm-hmm. um it was i felt a little bad like, it was like probably the only moment i felt bad for him because he he seemed to just want mm-hmm. like a normal job just to get one and I get why the right. uh, boss or whatever didn't hire him because he's a thief. And it's like, I, I wouldn't hire a thief either. But uh, mm-hmm. 
yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's at that point, like I felt like he could have been like a criminal, but like a go getter. And he's kind of weird. Like he's like talks mm. kind of funny or whatever. You yeah. Know? Right. Like if he got that job, everything might have been different. He might have just been more normal. Like he might have been attacking people. I mean, he could have still been like a psychopath right. and been doing weird things, but mm-hmm. it could have been completely different. Yeah. Um, as far as the like the character, and I, I want to ask you guys this question, see if you guys noticed it as well. Yo, this dude doesn't sleep, right? <laughs> and <laughs> no, like, yeah, because yeah. because um, it it'll like cut to you know obviously at night the the entire night is just him chasing down, um, you know crimes and trying to you know film it. The whole he's a stringer nightcrawler dude, mm-hmm. but in the morning, like in the in the daytime it's just like him watering his plant or like surfing the web yeah yeah you know what i mean so his his day life is very mundane compared to his nightlife which is just like totally insane Um, yeah well he's just waiting he's just staying up waiting for them for that footage right like he's just like wants to see how it works right he wants to see like oh what did they actually do with the footage so he you know stays up till six in the morning or whatever but it's yeah. like they never show him like all right rick i'm turning in for the night you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> he's just like awake the entire movie and i think that's like um, i just want to call it though what films really feature the, like the protagonist like what thrillers feature the protagonist being like i'm just gonna right. settle down for a night <laughs> I think, like but but to that point i think that typically you'll see like like oh the action will happen like during the day or like a little bit at night but like this one the job entails him just working all night right and then the cuts where it shows him in the morning or like throughout the day he's just like oh i'm cutting this guy's brakes or i'm watering my plant or he's like (laughs) watching a funny movie and he's like ironing a shirt Mm. um (laughs) i just i felt that was i just thought that was kind of purposeful showing like this this guy's insane he never goes to sleep and his day his day life is just like kind of normal actually yeah compared to his nightlife mm. so. yeah no i don't yeah i mean he's still a criminal during the day though he's steals. <laughs> yeah he was stealing true. he steals a bike during the day and like, oh yeah like the fourth scene of the movie yeah because um, he wants that camera right mm. so he that so so he had run into that mayhem dude so the other like big time stringer i think his company is called like mayhem right yeah and that's where he gets inspired he's like wow this is a cool job yeah um yeah so then you know this 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 typical character he'll you know he finds a way to get what he needs so he's like all right i need a camera for this job i'm gonna steal this guy's racing bike lie about the bike he says it has more you know it's a cooler bike than it is and An amazing capacity that. to lie, though. Like, yeah, it's yeah, pretty he convincing. Just, he sounds like he knows what he's talking he's about. A really smooth yeah, he talker. said he. Uh, yeah. Right. He said um, he's like, yo, I won, I won some marathon bike race in Spain, um, <laughs> on this bike. It's got angled handlebars, like whatever. So he's he's you know a true sociopath would be a good liar, right? Right. Um, and then uses that bike to get a camera. Now he's off to the races, you know? Yeah, <laughs> well put. Um, so we we brought up Bill Paxton's character a little bit. I would love to get your guys' thoughts on the characters in general. Like, you know, were they believable? Did they, like, what did you think? Uh, I, I, I want to, I guess I specifically want to know, 
what do you think about the differences between Bill Paxton's character and our character? And like, like, wow, yeah. let's compare and contrast those two dudes, right? Because they do the same thing. Where Bill yeah, Paxton's um, with the guy in the van? Oh, yes. God. Yeah. Right. yeah. Which, he was also in a van in Twister. So, there's a fun <laughs> Whoa, movie fact Twister. for you. <laughs> um, so, Casper, what do you think? Uh, about him? Because I'm, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to think about, like, what... He, Kind of seemed like a. He reminded me of like a middle school bully or something, you know, like the way he talked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like he called the uh, main character a twerp when uh, he didn't draw. Yeah, he yeah. called Lou a twerp. I was <laughs> like, that? There, okay, that. Uh, I'll, we'll talk about this later, but like I have this theory that there's undertones of like, like it's like a it's like a coming of age movie or something. Like we'll we'll get to it, but it's got some weird like rom-com type vibes sometimes the characters um but yeah he is kind of like a bully yeah the characters overall overall i thought they were i don't know i felt like some were believable but others were just kind of like like they had a character type and then they went over the top like they're like that's what he wanted over the director to like have exaggerated characters that's what it felt like at least um yeah I think I think that you're totally right that it's like there's plenty of like normal people and they're they're juxtaposed against pretty much yeah. the two are the two characters that you think are over the top uh Nina and Yeah, the main character. Luke. Yeah. 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 Cuz uh so I, I wish we knew Bill Paxton's character's name, but we'll just call him Van guy. <laughs> um so he is like, you know, he's obviously Joe not Loder. Joe his name Loder. Is Joe Loder. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so so van guy um, he he like is obviously you know in it for the money he sees success in this business that he's um kind of cornered right there does, doesn't seem to be really any competition in what he's doing until lou comes along right um and he but like he will only go so far like he's not gonna you know he's not a, he's not gonna cut anyone's breaks that we know of right he's mm-hmm. just like kind of a dick yeah. mm-hmm um so then you see like lou who will do you know anything he anything it takes to get what he wants yeah um so like yeah like from like a business perspective it's almost mm -hmm. like lou is has what this guy lacks which is like if it's like you need to be this much of a dick to succeed this guy is like down here like he's below lou like lou is so much of a dick that he's a sociopath and this guy is just your average like I'm walking here, kind yeah, of twerp, yeah. cargo shorts yeah. wearing, right? Yeah. yeah. When he flicks his uh, his coffee stirrer at him too, yeah, when he calls a him a twerp, he's like fucking twerp, and like throws a coffee stick at him. It's like, damn, yeah, dick. That's classic. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, to what uh to what Casper had said about the characters being over the top, like, like Nina like is morally bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Mm. through and through and she's like you know all about the ratings so she like is a st- i think she's like a stand-in for like news in general like mm-hmm. like like sensationalist news right. and then our boy is just like a stand-in for just like unfettered greed and like desire yeah. and capitalism and all of that stuff like mm. he's just gonna do whatever he needs to do to get what he wants yeah uh, and she's business baby you can kind of see um I guess like Nina's like decline. Um, I think at the start she's like 
oh, we need something like a little gruesome to, to draw eyes or whatever. But then as Lou, you know, starts inching in and getting closer to her and stuff and like literally saying like your job depends on me getting you like the most gruesome stuff right. um, or else you'll be fired. I know your contract's up. I've done extensive research on you. Super creepy. He didn't uh, blackmail her, kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah right. No. No. For yeah. Sure. He was yeah. Demanding he just straight up. Favors. Super fucked yeah. up. And that's the that's the point where I was like, no, this dude is definitely like not. Yeah. Right. Just a weird guy. Like I was like, right. oh, spaghetti. And then Nina started because having like he... Stockholm syndrome at the end. Mm. Especially yeah. when she was talking to like um, I don't think he was a news anchor, but he was working for the station, and he's like. The only one the, was like, we yeah. can't do this. What's wrong with you? And then she says yeah, something the, like, uh, he's like the audience where it's yeah. like, you shouldn't yeah, do that. But you yeah, know. exactly. Um, well, so there's specifically that point where he says like, like this is, this is a really, you know, crazy piece of footage. You're going to buy it from me. And next time I say to do something like, listen, especially right. in the bedroom. Yeah. Cause you didn't listen last time. And I was like, <laughs> oh, is that what he said? That kind of like I was like that sounded like gobbledygook to me a little bit. I was it like, was what something... the fuck did he just say? Yeah, yeah, it was just sure. like his list of demands, and he's like, you know, right. When we're under the covers, like do what I say, and I'm like, uh oh, mm. yeah, jinkies. Um, but you you do see like her getting progressively worse, where she's kind of pushing the limits where of what you can or should show mm. morally, right? Um because she sees it she's like oh shit like lose right i'm gonna get fired again i'm already at like the bottom of you know uh he's like my only hope i have yeah. to kind of uh feed into his his desire for all that so so the thing is though like it's kind of like she's it's a monster of her own making right like mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. she introduced him to this world you know what i mean like right she... and she what she gets in the end is like what she had been asking for just like she's like i thought it was pretty fucked up like right away she says like we want rich people being harmed by poor people mm-hmm. like in their right. rich neighborhoods if poor people mm-hmm. hurt poor people we don't care mm-hmm. and yeah. like like i don't know yeah she totally like <clears throat> you know told him to look for this stuff and then he started finding it so yeah it's like is it was is did he corrupt her or is he just the end result of her desires and Um, you know as far as like what she wants to show on tv i think she was always wanting to show like the worst shit yeah (laughs) Yeah. i think um so a, a line that she said like very early on when lou you know first meets her and he's like what kind of stuff should i be looking for uh like you're saying one of the lines she says is, um, like, we're looking for, like, a screaming, like, pregnant lady with, like, a slit neck running down the street. Like, that kind of crazy stuff. And so that kind of, he's like, oh, okay, sweet. So I'll go and, um, you know, like, move dead bodies around to get a better shot. Or, yeah, um, you know, get, like, two feet away from a, an armed drug dealer or, right. you know. So I think you are right. She kind of, um, maybe she always, yeah, like you're saying. Um, Speaking of rearranging the bodies, um, you know, uh, what do you guys think about this movie as like a movie kind of about movies? Did you, have you thought about it in that context? Like, 
he talks Whoa, about yeah. how, uh, like he uh, that like the, we need to pull the subject into the frame mm, when he's or talking whatever, about or pull the viewer about, the, uh, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, when he's talking about like uh, framing specifically, yeah. and um, so I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Like the movie yeah. kind of seems like it, I I I didn't do a good enough job. I don't think of like collecting my thoughts on that, but I think mm. the movie makes an effort to kind of point and make fun of the fact that you are watching it too and you are like yeah complicit like in... you're kind of part of the the sensational like problem yeah, where right. like we all want to see that or at least well i would say yeah like in america specifically like we're all about um you know violent movies action movies um yeah so yeah that is a it's a great i don't know point. i don't have any That's good why... thoughts on that but yeah um so you know I don't know. What other parts should we talk about? We haven't about? talked about Rick much, the assistant. Oh, yeah, we can talk yeah, about Rick. Oh, when, what a tragic. I, uh, well, in the very beginning with the interview, right, um, yeah. his help wanted, it specifically didn't say what it was. That, that kind of oh, makes yeah. me think that to he me, was, like, hoping that someone who needed anything would find their way to him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. To me, to me, it was kind of like... Um, I don't know, like a like a like a dang spider getting a like setting a trap, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm. Where it's like no one's gonna take this job unless they're super desperate. Right. And I know that, you know, once I get that desperate person, they'll do whatever the hell I Right. Yeah. Want them to do yeah. because they're super desperate. And so in comes Rick and he's like he's like, What is the starting pay? Like he's like, Oh, no pay at all and then he gets bumped up to like twenty five a night and it's like yo rick that's not a lot dude you can like <laughs> you can leave you don't have to be here yeah. it was just how um, desperate he was he even said that he took three buses just to get there yeah and he's you know bouncing between jobs he can't get a steady job doesn't he's, have a home one of the lines is he's like homeless yeah. but then he's like living in a garage or something um poor rick yeah poor rick dude Rick is Rick is the stand-in for the entire proletariat, comrade. St- stamped comrade. under the boot of capitalism. <laughs> yeah, and then he thinks he's like got his ticket out. He's just got to hang around Lou for a little bit, and then he dies. Yeah. Gets smoked. Yeah. Spoiler cast, by the way. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> I feel like. Um, uh, he at the end he was kind of starting to turn into Lou like a little bit like just the way he thought a little yeah. bit you know yeah but then Lou just immediately took him out well yeah. so the the interesting thing about Rick right is that he he never okay so so he when he got more involved in the actual filming of mm-hmm. them at the start he was like just the wheel man you know right yeah. um, get me from point A to point B and then he started, you know, getting more involved. But as stuff's happening, like live, he's like, he's like, yo, this is like, yo, that's crazy. Or like, yo, slow down. Or yeah, um, it's like, oh, I don't think we should do this, you know. Um, but because uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's, you know, the character Lou is so good at um, manipulating people, mm. he just, you know, twists his arm and gets Rick to do whatever yeah. he wants him to do. Right, um, which is why I so enjoyed the reversal of fortune where Rick was going to back off and, like, tell the cops. Yeah. Like, and then now Rick has no... Rick has all the power and Jake Gyllenhaal has none, and that's the only time in the whole movie that that happens. Yeah. 
what you see in Jake Gyllenhaal's face too, where he he's like, oh, so that's who you know. In his mind, he's thinking, oh, Rick's gonna screw me later on. Then I can't trust this yeah. guy. I got to get rid of him, sort of. You know. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a perfectly reasonable thing to do. Um, like it's <laughs> it's more so, I think, not that he's like got the sensible idea. Oh, this person has betrayed me, and they will betray me in the future. It's more like I don't have one hundred percent control mm-hmm. over this situation. Yeah, I'm fucking out, dude. Like not happening. Yeah. Right. Um, when he so sees, he's just he's sees, like yeah he's fucked. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, because it was it was the same night that Rick had died, and he's like, I think to me it was Lou as a character was like looking for ways to. He's like. So so when when the car flips over they they go through this huge chase through the streets you know mm-hmm. um the car is overturned and Lou's like yo get get it close in he's dead but he's standing you know super far back camera yeah. up you know um and then Rick rounds that corner and he's like and then dies yeah, and then Lou records him <laughs> yeah Lou does a f- close up on his dying it's supposed to be like his friend not really they never had a friendship yeah um, relationship because um you know louis just saw him as a as a pawn to get what he needed um so he he has a little conversation with him as he's dying he's like sorry man this is the job i gotta film like dude it's just business (laughs) it's just business yeah no it's a (laughs) close-up Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't believe when I first watched this movie, I didn't pick up. I was just like, it's a crazy guy being crazy when I watched it when I was like 17. Mm. But now I'm like, oh my fuck. Like this dude is a, like he's capitalism. Like that is mm-hmm. 100% the metaphor that the movie is going for. Mm. Like yep. without a doubt in my mind, at least. Um, and you know, poor, poor uh, Rick, tries to stand up against capitalism and he just right. fucking dies. He thinks yeah, he's ahead for a second and then he dies. Yeah. Yep. Which is why we cannot change these systems around us and we'll all be smushed into the dust. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I just like, so like when, um, just real quick. So like when Rick is, when Rick's dying, there, there's a couple of moments where you know Lou should be helping people but isn't. Yeah. Um. So like Rick's dying, the cops are all like surrounding them, and he's like getting close-ups instead of like, like you know, help, this guy's bleeding, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. But he's like, okay, this is the solution to the problem that, um, you know, Rick's not to be trusted. So, Kill let's him. just yeah. yeah. Right. Maybe there was that yeah. part in the mansion. Or drug house or whatever it was, the uh, old guy, he like flipped him over or something, and he mm. was still breathing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I totally missed that. Like when it was happening, and then when they said they said that like, at some point he, later, yeah, cause just, Lou, which Lou's, is good because I missed Rick. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think I think I missed that also. Um, but there's that line where he's like, um, and I think he cuts it out too. Yeah. Like he goes back yeah. and edits the video, um, but he he's telling Rick like, "Got to tell you something, dude." I there was a dead guy and I didn't save him or like there was a guy who was still alive and I just you know kept filming him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did you say that? To I Rick? think Rick. Oh. Yeah, there's a little there's a little conversation like during the the car like when they're about the car chase. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, where he, and I think Rick starts like piecing together like 
there's a couple of red flags here. <laughs> um, you know, I just I'm trying to. I just think. remember too the entire time with Rick, he, uh, Lou kept lying about how you know he has an entire company and everything, and how he treats his employees. He never had any employees. Fake it yeah. till you make it, baby. Yeah. He kept, you know, stringing them along like, oh, your performance review, like, <laughs> it'll be coming up, you know? Yeah. Um, or, like, even in the interview, like, he, he makes it sound so, like, um, he has the upfront, you know, persona of, like, yeah, this is pretty professional. Like, do you have any, um, like, t- tell me a little about your previous job history, all that stuff. But none of it matters anyways because Lou already knows that this is the guy. He's desperate enough to show up at a coffee shop. Mm. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, He's like, oh, he he has a license. That's all. That's all he needed, right? It's just like some dude with a license, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so, yeah, that's Rick. Sad, tragic, Rick's tragic character. Just a poor guy that just dies. Um, there's those are really the we think we've talked about most of the main characters. Um, I mean, what do you, what else you guys want to talk about? And you got and I got I got a bunch of notes for the video viewers. Dude, I got let's a bunch go through of your notes. notes. Let's go through your notes. Um, so I think, you know, I think you already pointed this out. I think overall the film does a good job of, like, stringing you along and making you expect that it's all going to go wrong for for Lou, right? Like, that's probably mm-hmm. kind of what makes it a thriller, right? Is you, But he's, an, he's a bad guy, so you, like, want to see him fail. And he repeatedly evades danger and... You know, even the ending, like just getting away with it, is like that's not even a thing. Even and and like even uh, like American Psycho. Like Patrick Bateman, right? That's his name, the character's name. Yeah, he like Classic. doesn't he try to confess, and just no one believes him. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a whole can of war. Yeah, you you are correct. Yeah, like, or like maybe it was a hallucination or something or whatever. Right, it gets it gets <laughs> it gets weird, but yeah. like. I'm just saying, like he like just he just totally gets away with it. He just there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong, you know. Yeah, because because he is in control of all the evidence, right? Yeah. Like he like cuts the videos in such ways, and he he's the only one at the crime scene. So he's like, I tried helping people; they were all dead, unfortunately. So and I that's like out the, the lie old that, camera. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and it's like, uh, or like, so early on in the movie where he breaks into the house, um, he's like. Oh, someone called for help, and I I just came in. The door was open, and to our earlier point, like that news guy who's like trying to be the voice of reason, he's like, uh, it's a little it's a little sus, uh, this dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it all doesn't it all works out. End yeah. Up, yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. all works out, and it's like, dang, it so, should work out. But I guess I'll, I'll point out my reason for why this is a coming of age movie for him as a character. Okay. So I think there's a couple things. Uh, obviously, the romantic undertones between him and Nina—they're fucked. Like, I'm, let me, uh, you know, they're obviously not consensual. Like, you know, but the movie explicitly attempts to like parallel that kind of normal romantic relationship that someone might have. Like, it's like, oh, we got—we're putting a romance part in the movie, like why didn't need to be there right so i think that was very intentional um and then i think there are multiple scenes where the music does not match what is going on at all like when the the guy is dead at the crash scene and he drags his body dude he does two things that i think make me think of coming of age movies one the music is like 
I have a note. I have a note. It's like way too upbeat and like and like mystical sounding and like fun and very eighties. It's like horrific stuff you're seeing, but it's like still like you know long guitar. It's like It's like no, this is bad. Don't play that music. (laughs) And then he holds his camera over his head for like a really long time, and I just got like say anything vibes. Like uh, that John Cusack. No. Oh, like with the with the boombox? Yeah, with the boombox. Is it John right, Cusack? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. So I was like, that feels like a reference to that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know. There's a couple other things, but uh, I guess the the last one, without digging all the way through all my notes again, is the way the film ends with like the the cut to, or it's a, not a cut, but it's like it pans up the horizon. And then it's just the horizon and the credits. Like that feels like very, it's, like eighties coming of It's just a California tale, you know. Like, yeah, you know. Right. Like I don't know. It's just got this vibe of like it's the movie is not aware of how awful it is, or like the 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 music is not. Some of the cinematography is not like aware of how terrible it is, which mm. I think is intentional. Mm. It is aware. It's intentionally right. subverting your expectation of what a movie about a guy who films corpses would yeah. be. I think that um, I had this thought, and I wonder if you guys feel the same way, but I bet, like, some people watch this movie, and they're like, yeah, this guy's sick. No, totally. Like, yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because, cool? like, in... Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, like, like dude, not... He's yeah, got not, a, he's he got is a sick, sick car, <laughs> like... Um, because, you know, like, when you... You know, all, like, the all the frat guys, like, um, Wolf of Wall Street, and it's like... No, it's 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 a tale on like what not to do. Like, yeah. Yeah. like <laughs> they're the worst not, people, <laughs> right? Or like, oh, Goodfellas is sick. I wish I was a gangster. It's like no. <laughs> <laughs> so I I just had this thought. It's like this is out of all those movies, this one is like like he is up front and like he is. I don't know how to put that. He's like directly involved with like these violent acts and stuff like this and like all these crimes. Yeah. Um, but he is. He he gets away with it at the end. So I wonder if some people see that and they're like, I hope no one looks up to it, Lou. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I certainly uh, didn't. I think as far as being like an anti-hero, he's a pretty, he's a bad one. Because I think an anti-hero, you want to be like, keep. Go- oh, you want to like look away a bit and be like, but keep going, buddy. Right. Yeah. Whereas like this, this guy's movie, I was just, just a like, villain. Yeah, I was like, he sucks. Like I was just waiting for it to not work out for him. Like, like mm. more excited about that prospect than him succeeding. Yeah, like this guy's a piece of shit. Like I hope he gets what's coming to him, and then he he just never does. Yeah, it gets away scot free. He has you know two vans and three more employees yeah. to manipulate, and it's just like this is just gonna keep going. Yeah, yeah. What a film. Um, let me see what else I have in my notes. You guys have any other thoughts while I while I peruse my notes? Um, I don't know. Oh boy, a lot of empty airtime happening there, right now. Thanks for listening to the Any Percent <laughs> Movie Podcast. We're the only podcast um, about movies. There are the cops. I got. I gotta be honest. What's there up, are guys? the cops too? We never talked about them. How they? Uh, the one lady. She kept trying to like find something on him, but she just couldn't get anything. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. I felt like that could have been. Um, because like I I just forgot it till you, you reminded me, but yeah, there is kind of like the subplot of this detective who's trying to like piece together what's going on. Yeah. But I think it kind of just shows that she just doesn't have any information. Yeah. Right. Like, 
Like I have the the clip that Lou shot and edited. That's like not good evidence. Yeah. And then he's the only person who's involved in all this, which is fishy. But he, like, I only have his word. There's no other witnesses. Yeah. The other witnesses. Right. She, you know, right. she knows what's going on, but she doesn't have anything to back it up. Yeah, yeah. she's like, I like, yeah. I know this guy's a piece of shit, but I literally just can't do anything yeah. about it. That's, that makes you yeah. feel even worse because there's someone who knows. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like, <laughs> yeah. So like the the example where, um, like, so she she wasn't in the movie at the point of um, him cutting the brakes to the his competition um but like how would you prove that lou did that yeah i mean you can't like there's just no way i mean yeah if he wore gloves and stuff and yeah right and it's like it's just like okay how do you prove that he like moved these dead bodies like you can't he just he moved them and then he filmed after that but you don't have that you know what i mean so he he is just in charge of like all the evidence and there's nothing she can do about it and that is that's that's fucked up mm-hmm. what did you guys think of the speaking of the cop like the last scene where she just kind of yells at him at the police station like yeah was that right. you it's, guys think that was i don't know i felt like that scene was trying to be impactful and i didn't feel a lot of impact from it and i think the moment yeah. where they show lou on a camera like on a security camera and mm-hmm. he like looks at it like all weird and bug-eyed like yeah. I'm sp- I definitely think the director was like, we got to do one where he's on camera. We got to put him on camera for a second. Right. I don't I know think... why. We're just got to do that because it's the opposite of what's been going on so far. And, I think. Yeah. Um, I think him looking at the camera, like, was him like, oh, she actually does have no evidence. Like, I'm, I'm getting, I'm gonna get away with this. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he's instead of like laughing at her in her face like haha i'm getting away with it nah not a boo-boo <laughs> he's like i'm i'm good i i'm just gonna walk out of here yeah. and i'll be all right mm. and yeah that sucks yeah. yeah i guess like i'm just trying to think like why it's in the movie because mm. nothing happens right like he just gets right. yelled at but we already all know that he sucks but maybe the yeah, reason it's in the movie is just because we think that will be like it's another fake out like he's gonna get busted and then he just doesn't yeah i would agree with that and also to the point that they didn't really um if if there was a point like you're saying i didn't i didn't catch it yeah Um, me neither but i think i think that's probably what they were going for is just like a like all right last chance like you we've the audience we've seen all this bad stuff like as you the police you the detective have you you got anything on him? This is it, mm. right? <laughs> and we got ten minutes left in this movie. Come on, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the scene just didn't feel impactful, and then the ending obviously wasn't crazy. Like nothing was the. It really uh, had. It did a. It made good use of like falling action or whatever after the mm. death of Rick. Like nothing really happens, and then the movie just kind of ends with like a to be con- or like more like and happily ever after type ending yeah yeah you know? uh casper what, so i have some thoughts on the ending but like what do you about the end i know you're not a i wasn't yeah i don't know if anyone's a big fan of the ending but <laughs> it sucks like, you know it's just like 
and gets away with it. Yeah, it sucks. You know? Yeah, yeah. You, you hate to see it. I mean, it's it's yeah. probably a good ending in the sense that we all have this like unanimous agreement that that's of a terrible like, thing. We have yeah. a feeling, right? So that's yeah. that's them doing their job, I guess, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like he's just you just know in the back of your mind that like so so you try to picture like okay what happens after the credits roll right and it's like he expands his business he probably it probably gets more and worse and worse the things that he's doing to get the good shot mm. and he's probably not going to get caught um that's kind of what it said to me you yeah. know yeah same like Just... he'll probably get like more refined in his process and um and so i i think it's interesting too because like before he cuts the brakes um it's like oh he's a real shithead he's a sociopath obviously but he's not like i guess he did beat up the guy and steal his watch <laughs> um but i was gonna say like he's not like he's not like killing anyone well, he cut like, the killing brakes. anyone killing anyone but then he cuts yeah. the brakes that's right. it and then it's like okay so th- this guy will do literally whatever it takes yeah yeah. Like whatever it takes, um, and I guess like not saving people is also kind of killing them. I guess totally. Like, He's like multiple yeah. times like doesn't yeah. he? So I don't know. that's just like him getting worse. And by the end of the credits, like he's already done all this. It's gonna get worse. Yeah. I mean, but he's practically committing crimes just to get footage because at the end, yeah, he, uh, withhold right. evidence and then he followed them until they were in a public place and then called the cops knowing what was going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. like he 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 oh, you're right. So so those people who get who are just eating at that Chinese restaurant who get caught in the crossfire. Yeah. Like he knows that they're probably going to it's going to oh, result yeah. in a police shootout. Yeah. yeah, and he's just like You wanted that. Rick, make sure you got the good yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think I to me to me before he cuts the brakes he isn't like a murderer in yeah. my mind if i remember the movie in the correct order yeah like no, he's it's violent a turning point mm. right the and then he's like see him at least yeah and then he's so yeah so like before the movie he maybe was violent but not a murderer and then by the end of it he's 100 percent just gonna keep doing what he's doing so yeah fucking sucks um the only other thing I wanted to ask you guys about, because I was just curious, I think I missed this, or maybe I missed why it was important, but, um, you know, what, there's this, like, after after Rick gets, like, uppity with him and tells him what the deal is, he, like, makes Rick roll down the window for the next, like, 15 minutes, like, he's, like, roll the window down, then Rick tries to roll the window up, and he's, like, keep the window down, and it seems like such a weirdly minute detail, but, like, I was... I don't know if you guys notice that, but it doesn't come up. Like yeah. it's just they just say that, and then I Rick gets out of the car it. later, and and that's then it, it doesn't matter because he's out yeah. of the car and not in in the Was car like with the window down. Control thing or something. That's that's what I'm that's leaning a good towards. Point. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like like I'm pissed at you because you're standing up for yourself. Like be cold. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah, you know? but mm-hmm. that seems kind of lame if that's the purpose. Mm-hmm. Um. Isn't it crazy that he kills Rick for being as, like, ruthless as he is? Like, mm. it's not like Rick was more terrible. Like, yeah, Rick right. was like, Rick, you know, this guy has no ideals. You know, Lou yeah. has, like, is not, 
or well, I guess his ideals are greed, but like he has nothing to compromise on. Whereas Rick is like, if I'm, I need all, I need half the money if I'm yeah. gonna do this because it's against my like worldview. But he's willing to do it yeah. for half the money, and then he right. kills him for that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like, um, because you know, at the beginning, you know, just to go back to like Rick's character, like he seems to me he's like you know he's obviously super desperate like we've we've said but he isn't at that point yet obviously and then he starts getting a little taste and he's like he's like all right this sucks but it is the job i'll film this you know dead body whatever and then it's like oh twenty five thousand. that's more money than i've like you know right ever you know almost had so he jumps the shark and <laughs> does does it to get paid i guess yeah so sad sad yeah. rick is a tragic character in the movie for sure oh yeah i think in i think typically he would maybe be the hero in yes in a different movie I right agree. <laughs> right yeah all right fellas um i think we've been at it for like an hour ish so do you guys have any other last thoughts you want to share and then let's rubber stamp this bad boy i guess said everything i wanted um, to I'm trying to think, like, we covered the plot, characters, like, yeah, I think Definitely that... jumped around a fair amount during the plot. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, quick question. So, would you guys, were you guys able to kind of tell what time period this took place in? Oh, my God, I was going to bring that up because every time like, he, like, when he had to go, okay, so it's 2014 or whatever-ish. Yeah. I think, because he has an the, iPhone, like an older iPhone. But yeah, he also needed like to go buy the... a camcorder, and I was like, "Doesn't your yeah. phone have a camera?" But then I was like, "This came out six years ago, and the phone cameras were like not as good." Yeah. Like, but then like the software he was using on like his shitty laptop, right? Was, like, looked so ancient. Yeah. So I was like, "Is this in like the early 2000s?" But you're right; he does use like an iPhone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like probably purposefully anachronistic like having kind of stuff right. from all over like yeah because i also noticed that the website was like very like my first website yeah. 1999 mm. right and then he's got an iphone and then i mean his car was his car was pretty modern like it's his second car yeah his so car it's like, yeah I, maybe yeah. that is on purpose where it's just like it doesn't take and place the music is very 80s right like right. very synth heavy so that's got your 80s vibe to it um yeah so I think yeah, it's, I think I think it tries to exist outside of time, kinda. Right. And this is just like Yeah. I would agree with that. I just something I noticed. I was like, I couldn't tell. I was like, Am I stupid or just Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts? Going once. Going twice. All right, folks. That has been the Any Percent movie pod any percent movies, the podcast to the return of the podcast. Um Electric Boogaloo. what's going on the stamp? I'm thinking uh, squished into the dust by capitalism. I would, I was gonna say something similar. Um, that's what's on the. You know, stamp. I'll just say like my stamp is just gonna be like, dang, poor Rick. Hate to see it. Hate to Boom. see it. Rip Rick. Um, I, I could live without this movie. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I, that's fair. I really fair. like these kind of movies, and I didn't think this one was, um, anything special. Compared to similar mm. movies, yeah, like I think it wasn't bad, but it just think, wasn't, you know. Yeah, to to your point, like I mean, it's obviously well shot, well acted. Yeah. Um, but I think movies that try to say this 
like I think there's better movies that say the same thing or like pretty close. Mm. Um, so yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that's all she wrote. Thank what you for joining our... us, loved ones. Oh no! Before we, gotta... we... Oh, just really fuck. quick, uh, the music really already quick. started. The, the no, game no, is no, coming no. across. I'm being pulled away. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> um. Yes, our next movie is Casper's choice. So, Casper, why don't you why don't you let us know what it is? The next movie is a classic. It's Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh. Yeah. 1990 film, not yeah. the 2011 one with yeah, like no. Colin Farrell. Oh, yeah, no, no, not that yeah, one. Not that one. <laughs> I think it was like 2000. Now I'm curious. Yeah, 2012, Colin Farrell. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so yeah. you guys want to watch it if you made it to this point? If you want to watch <laughs> it, um, comment what you think about Jake Gyllenhaal's man bun. Uh, <laughs> like it, share it. Film it on the streets of Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Do all that stuff. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, guys. And thank you for uh, listening, everybody. I will see you all next time. <laughs>